to Stone 12 Days of IPA, episode number two of... Brutal Battle. So, second of six, and I'm excited because if you listen to the last episode of these, I found a beer that took me back in time to the best beer time of my life. <laughs> and I'm hoping to recapture that in some more of these episodes, but I'm not going to, you know... I'm not going to... It's not going to happen it. every episode. Yeah. I'm not going to expect it, but the first beer that we're going to end up doing for this one is one that I do remember enjoying because we have had this a long, long time ago. I am surprised that it kind of still is kicking around, uh, so I guess I should just get right into it and tell people what it is. This is the Stone Go-To IPA, which is their Session IPA. This came out during the heyday of Session IPAs. Yeah, it's been a while. And that, like, that was a flash in the pan, basically, that that fad. Yeah. Uh, session IPAs were, like, I mean, cool. You can still find some. Eh, not a lot that actually call them Session IPAs, but, like, that whole moniker was something that was popular probably for, like, a solid year, maybe a little bit longer than that, and then it was kind of gone. It was kind of like um, Black IPAs, a.k.a. Cascadian Dark Ales. Like, same thing. Those were really hot for, like, a year or so, and then they, and then they were, for the most part, gone. So, not a lot of Session IPAs still hanging around, but this is one of them, so hopefully it's still quite good. Uh, again, go, Stone's Go-To IPA, Session IPA, 4.7% alcohol. Okay. So, let's see. And like I said, I remember liking this before, but that has also been a long yeah, when, time. When, I mean, when was the last time you had this? I mean, if you want, I could look it up on Untapped. I could. Yeah, you could. But it is also a possibility that I wasn't even checking into Untapped at that point. Oh, you think it was that long? You've I been mean, using Untapped for a long time. Yeah, now. I have. I think since, I don't know why I remember this, but I think since 2011, I want to say. Wow. Um, let's. And oh. you're good with that. I go through phases. Yeah, talk about the um, about the color, the color and everything, okay. and I'll look it's that like up. like yellow-orange, more yellow. Right, Stone Go To. Okay, I do have it checked in on here. Um, my rating was 2014, not over a little over nine years ago because it was in June of 2014. So close, not not far from ten years ago is when I had this beer. So yeah, this is an old recipe, really. Okay, yeah. anyway, that's a yellow orange. Beautifully clear. Yeah, love to see it. Very excited by that. Nice vibrant nose. Really? I feel like it's a little light. Yeah, it's kind of light. Shirt. It does smell kind of like light and refreshing, but I feel like I get yeah. a good hop character on there. I mean, yeah. A little, very slight pininess going on, but a lot of like tropicality at play. I'm getting a lot of orange. I see orange. Yeah, I guess not tropicality. Orange grapefruit. Is kind of yeah, primarily like what I'm citrus. getting. Yeah, yeah, citrus and a and a slight pine. Uh huh. And that's kind of all I'm getting. Yeah, it's. I mean, if they didn't haven't changed the recipe, really, it would probably be like those types of popular mm. hops that are just like citrusy and piney. So this is good. I mean, it's a little. It's light. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Um, light. but that's kind of what you can expect from a session IPA. Um, but you get. It's pretty it good. Tastes like it smells with the citrus notes. Um, there's a pretty decent bitterness. Yeah, it's almost a little too bitter for me. Yeah, 
It, it It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty bitter. I'm down with it, but that's kind of like, that's something that Stone's kind of been known for, being pretty bitter, because they went hard on the hopping. Um, it's it's good. I do get a decent, and I think this is one of the things you're liking about it. I get a decent amount of, like, grain bill mm-hmm. taste on the end of it, which isn't very typical of Session IPAs. A lot of the times it's kind of just, like, has been hop water, where it's just, like, just all the great, like, floral or citrusy or piney, whatever notes of the hops and not a whole lot of grain bill you can taste. But the end of each sip, lots of grain bill you can taste. I like this. What do you, you like it? Yeah, I do. I mean, for what it is, 4.7%. It's decently hoppy. It's got a nice bitterness to it. It's pretty clean and refreshing. It definitely has a lot more flavor than most Session IPAs I've had Mm -hmm. more recently. Um, I like the idea of a Session IPA, but I also want my beer to have flavor, which is kind of why I don't love this style traditionally. Yeah. There's a little bit of like a hay note to it. It's it's almost kind of like... With the body and how refreshing it is and a little bit of the flavor profile, it's almost like it's slightly a lager. Like, it mm. feels, like, it tastes like it's kind of this, like, ale-lager hybrid, in a sense. But, yeah, I mean, I like it. I don't think it's, like, the best thing ever. Like, this is no. not this is not better than the uh, delicious double IPA. No. But no, definitely It not. is good. What was the other one we had in the last episode? The Never-Ending Haze, which, not Oh, very, yeah. Not I like this better than the Never-Ending Haze. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. by far. So the next beer we have is Lemon Shark. This is their 27th anniversary beer that they put in the pack. 27th anniversary double IPA. It's a double IPA with white grape skins and 9.6%. Yeah, so again, what we've been doing, we're pairing a very low ABV with a very high ABV. So this was, I think, the second highest ABV beer in the pack. Um White grape skins. Yeah. You can see that there's like, if you there's can see it in the light, bottom. tons of sediment in there. I assume that's what's left over from the grape skins. Very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm glad it's white of... grape skins and not red because red oh, yeah, that would, just would make it pretty it, bitter and like. tannic. Yeah. Huh. This could be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be terrible. It could be terrible. Yeah, let's find out. And then the ABV, interesting. Well, it's very hazy because yeah. all that sediment we were talking about that was in there. It's pretty yellow. But when I pulled this beer out, all that sediment was just chilling in the bottom. And then it just got stirred up. Um, there's a decent, like, creamy head yeah. on top, which is interesting. Very, like, thick, bubbly. You it's- smell the grape skins. Yeah, there is a white grapey smell to it. I get a lot of resiny notes on the nose, which makes sense because it's a double IPA. I just can't get past the grape. It's like so grapey to me. It smells pretty boozy though, too. Yeah, like I'm definitely perceiving that nine nine what nine point seven nine point six. I'm definitely perceiving all that nine point six. It's kind of astringent. I'm really hoping that's not the case in the flavor because if that is the case. We got problems. But yeah, I mean, the the grape skins are... I don't want to say I like that in there, nose-wise. It's interesting. I kind of do. Okay, I'm not sold on it. I kind of like it. That's kind of all I'm... I'm having a tough time getting past that smell, I mean, I do get that lemoniness 
hence the name lemon shark. But the lemon's like, um, it's like lemon peel because there's so much of a bitterness to it. I don't know. This could go either way for me. Let's see. Oh, it's very soft. No. Oh. No. Oh. It's very soft. It's very delicate. And I don't perceive the booze yeah. nearly as much. I mean, I perceive it, but not yeah, yeah. 9.6%. Not to the degree that you perceive it on the nose. Um, yeah. Hmm. I'm kind of liking this. It, like, is so soft and delicate. Like. It is a lot smoother and a lot less astringent than you would assume from the nose and the ABV. It is a bit syrupy, though, in its yeah, mouthfeel. Yeah, it's feel. very full-bodied. Yeah. Um, it's a little, it's on the sweeter side, and I'm not perceiving any bitterness, really. It's very resiny, a lot of pine. Especially, I can't, I'm having a tough time perceiving bitterness compared to the last one, which was so bitter. Yeah. I like it. I think I like this more than the... The delicious? No. Oh, more okay. than our first beer. Yeah, I like it more than the go-to. Um, I don't think I like it more than the Not more than though. the delicious. I really though. don't. The delicious was... Quite delicious. And as a reminder to people, in the final episode of this series, we're going to be doing our each of our final rankings of these beers. So, you know, you might have a sense of where we're going with it as we kind of, like, suss it out along the way. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is very piney, though. Like, I get a little bit of that lemon peel I was talking about in the nose, but it's very piney to me. Okay. It's very, like, hoppy, resiny. Just, like, lots of lupulin going on. Just a lot going on in general in the beer. There's a lot of, like, oh, I taste that, I taste that. And then you take another sip and you get more. Would I say that I taste the grape skins? No. no. But is that what's making it smoother and kind yeah, of creamy? It must be. I suppose. So that's interesting. text on the back. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can read that. Good point. Um, if there is any, like, flavor text. Okay. And for this year's anniversary beer, we found inspiration in the Southern Hemisphere. This double IPA is brewed with peacherine. I don't know what that is. Peacherine hops and rawaka. Yeah, I know rawaka. Along with special ingredients called phantasm and extract mm. from Sauvignon Blanc grape oh, skins. Okay. Sapwood sellers have used that before. All sourced from New Zealand. Combined with some good old-fashioned mosaic hops... Okay. From the U.S., an amped-up grain bill, we've got ourselves a unique sensory experience full of dankness, tropical citrus notes. Yeah. Coming in at a smooth 9.6% <laughs> in honor of the year we started, 1996. This is a one that could creep up on you. Uh, definitely. It, it definitely could. A little. So I guess since we read that, I should read the go-to. Uh, there's a lot of text on this. Uh, a vibrant, hop-bursted session IPA. Since day one, we've been abundantly forthright and fully transparent about our lust for hops. It's led us to a craft to craft many an IPA, most of them imperial, some intense for their time, and all timeless in their intensity. For Stone Go-To IPA, we are embracing our hop obsession in a new way, funneling an abundance of lupulin-born bitterness yeah, that's there. Into mm -hmm. a session IPA delivering all the fruity, piney character of a much bigger IPA. To accomplish this, we employed hop bursting, a technique wherein an irrational amount of hops is added during the final phase of the brewing process to coax out extreme flavors and aromas while also imparting a burst of desirably pleasant bitterness. The result is an alpha-acid-rich beer 
that you can enjoy more of without missing out on the assertive hop character you, like us, crave. So sit back and go to and go to with your new everyday go-to IPA and bask along with us in the glory of the Almighty Hop. That was a lot. Yeah, it is way too much flavor Wait, text on there. Yeah. Way too much. Nobody was going to read all that. But we did. So <laughs> besides us, I don't remember. I don't think there was any flavor text on the beers in the first one. But then again, it's been a few weeks since we actually recorded that, yeah. so. Maybe there was, and maybe we didn't read it, or maybe we did read it. I don't even remember. Don't <laughs> Listeners, know. you probably know, but, you know. Anyway, okay, um... Two very different beers. Okay, so are you liking this episode or the last episode more? I think... I don't know. When you factor in both the beers, I think this episode's probably better. But for me, I gotta go with the last one being a better episode just because that delicious was so awesome. Yeah. And, you know, all the feels that I got from it, basically. All the feels. All and the feels. he's still talking about it. I still talk about it. I still dream about it. I need to get more. But, yeah, okay, this was cool. I'm not going to do all the things at the end. We're just going to roll along and go to the next two of this uh, IPA pack. So, everyone, thank you for checking this out. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.